Hello, everyone. Welcome to In Her Space. I'm your host, Irene Wade. In Her Space is your source of inspiration for faith and spirituality, health, family, love and relationships, professional development, community, and just life. My desire with this podcast is to create a space for me, for you, for us, to share our perspective, to inspire one another, and to give voice to our experiences. Today, we have a special podcast in store for you to talk about the upcoming Kwanzaa celebration. In the African tradition, we're going to take the time to ask permission from our elder, Mama Nazipo. Is it okay that we speak today? Yeah, boy. Thank you for your permission. Thank you. Thank you all for coming to Inner Space. We have an amazing guests here on our podcast. Each of these guests are community activists in their own right. We have Sharon Duggar. She is a native Daytonian and proud mother and creator and founder of Just Oil Hair Body Solutions. She is also very active in the Naguza Saba uh, and Developing Butterflies, a big sister program. We also have in the studio Tiffany Brown. She's a nurse practitioner, a community activist, and a radio show host of Healthy Living on Air of WDAO Dayton and co-director of West Dayton Strong Youth Program. We have Professor Amaha Selassie. He is the director of the Center of Applied Social Issues at Sinclair Community College and co-director of West Dayton Strong, president of Gym City Market and nation builder of Dayton Africana Elders Council. We also have in the room today the amazing Mama Nazipo Glenn. She's a community activist, an elder of the Dayton Africana Elders Council and pillar of the Dayton community and everybody's queen mama and photographer. We are so blessed, so blessed and honored to have these beautiful people in our presence. And we welcome you all to in our space. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. We're here today to talk about the Kwanzaa celebration that is taking place on December 26th um, through December 31st of 2017. It is going to be located in Dayton, Ohio at the New Hope Evangelical Lutheran Church on 2017. Uh, Catalpa Drive. We're so excited to hear about this amazing, amazing celebration. We have some amazing guests, and they're just going to share a little bit with us about the importance of community and this Kwanzaa celebration. (laughs) So, Tiffany, we have Tiffany in the house, Amaha, Mama Nazipo, and we have Sharon. So, welcome, you all. Thank you so much, sis. And this is Tiffany Brown. I am so blessed to be here and to be on the other side of the microphone. (laughs) I love to be a guest. Yes. We love to have you. Thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit about the Kwanzaa celebration and what is it all about? Kwanzaa is an African cultural celebration that is all about unity, togetherness. It's talking about what are we going to harvest and grow coming into the next year. That is just a little kind of snippet of what it is. But I would love to defer to our queen mother, Mama Nazipo, to really tell us what this Dayton Kwanzaa celebration is about, where it started, and um, how we can get in the right spirit for this celebration. Yes. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Uh, As you all know, this is the 51st anniversary of Kwanzaa. Uh, Kwanzaa started in 1966, so this is the 51st year. Uh, Dayton has been holding Kwanzaa since 1974. 
So uh, Dayton has a long history. Yes. Uh, a group called Al Keblan Wamsingi Wakwele is always holding it at Princeton Park. Uh, the elders, however, the elders council noticed that uh, we were all gathering only on one day. Mm. When we were younger, we used to go to Cincinnati one day, to Columbus another day, to Cleveland, but now we are confined a little bit. So we decided uh, we shouldn't just hold... First, we were actually holding it in someone's house as the elders. Uh, Holding it in someone's house was wonderful, Mm -hmm. but it it, it was... just a few people could make it into somebody's house. We don't have mansions. Right. <laughs> so we decided that, uh, you know, this is not something for just a few. Kwanzaa right. is a cultural activity. Yes. It's not just a, a get-together. It's an activity because when we get together for Kwanzaa, we do something. Yes. Uh, we look back at what we did in the past. We look back at what we did for the rest of the year. And yes. when we plan on what we're going to do the following year. So it's an active uh, holiday for us. Yes. So that's why we decided last year to hold every single day from the 26th to the 31st mm-hmm. at uh, whatever place we could find as the elders. And then the whole community could also attend the one at Princeton Park. We were amazed at the outcome. Everybody showed up. Some people showed up every single day. So we really realized that this was very, 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 very needed. And uh, uh, she will tell you an idea that came, that that gave birth from this activity. Action. Action. Tell them about the action. So Sharon is here to talk uh, talk to us about action. Uh, so basically um, what happened was last year was my first year attending any type of Kwanzaa celebration. Mm-hmm. And I just figured it was time for me to learn what Kwanzaa was really about and how I can get involved and actually help and, and teach it to my son. Um, so I attended every single night, learned something new. But then it just hit me the fact that, you know, we have Kwanzaa in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Black History Month in February. And then we have the Dayton um, African American Cultural Festival, Festival in August. But there's really not much other activities in between. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, if we really are going to bridge the gap, yeah. um, this is something that needs to be continuous all throughout the year. The principles are very simple. The the principles are about community. Mm -hmm. It's about engagement. It's about action. And so the idea was basically how can we incorporate these principles, the Naguza Saba, Mm -hmm. um, throughout the year and most importantly throughout every day. Mm -hmm. And so that's what kind of got started was to be able to come together as a community and bring awareness to not only Kwanzaa itself, mm-hmm. but the principles that guide Kwanzaa. Right, absolutely. And as you're talking about the principles that guide Kwanzaa, you know, the seven principles, in what ways do these principles guide our community? Can you all talk a little bit about that? Amaha. Sure. As Sharon Mamanazipo had mentioned, there's, there's seven principles, uh, one for each day. And uh, we start out the celebration with uh, Umoja, which is unity. Um, which is you know how we 
can pull together and how can we, you know, see ourselves as one and, and act as one to strive and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Mm-hmm. The second day is Kutichakalia, which is self-determination. Mm-hmm. It's to find ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. The third day is Ujima, which is collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and to solve them together. The fourth day is Ujama, which is cooperative economics, which is to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. The fifth day is Nia, which is purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Yes. Uh, Kaumba, which is the sixth day, is creativity, to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial then we inherited it. And the last day, the seventh day, is Imani, which is faith, to believe with all of our heart and our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, in the righteousness and the victory of our struggle. And so, as you can see, like those are our building blocks or the foundation of what a strong, healthy, vibrant community looks like. Right. And as Sharon was mentioning, you know, during Kwanzaa at the time, each day we focus and we center on, like, how are we living these things, you know, in our, as ourselves, as our family, and as our community. But then the challenge is how do we, how do we continue to live these out throughout the year, you know yes. what I mean? And, and, that, and that's where we can really see a difference. And you can see they're not in isolation, but they all work together, right. you know what I mean, in a... I'm always reminding what Dr. Tway says about, you know, we're, we're building for eternity, right? And so, like, what, what are we building now, you know what I mean, that can stand 10, 20, 30, 40, 100 years from now, yes. right? And so it's that slow work, that deep work, and of living out these principles amongst these other that, that can really build something that we can pass on to our children and our children's children. Yeah, as you were speaking, that reminded me of just legacy, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, some, that's a popular term right now in our culture. How important is legacy, you know, as far as when it comes to Kwanzaa, the celebration of Kwanzaa? What would you say to that? Well, I think legacy is important because if legacy is what you can look back at, like the Sankofa bird, mm. and learn from right. in order to know what you're doing now, in order to know where you're going to go next and what you're going to yes. do in the future. Uh, and legacy is extremely important for us as a people uh, because in order for us to respect ourselves and to be respected by the rest of the world, we have to look back and see what our ancestors have accomplished, right. Right. to see what right. they have gone through and, 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 and excelled right. uh, despite all odds. Uh, if, we, if we really could look back at that and see how resilient Mm. A people we come from, That's right. we wouldn't be in the state that we are in wow. right now, right. you know. And so, it, legacy is extremely That's important. Right. We have to pass it on. And unfortunately, we live in nuclear families. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was coming up in Africa, a passing on legacy was you didn't think about it. It was just a normal thing because you live with your aunties and your uncles and right. your grandmas. Everybody mm-hmm. lived together. And uh, uh, we didn't have to read books to find out about who we are. Right. 
because there was always an elder, elders in the family who every night before we went to sleep would talk to us, wow. would tell us stories. Uh, it could be the same story. They would change it several times. <laughs> it, would, it would make it so much more interesting because each time there was a different version. But each time there was a lesson from that story. Yes. And that's how they passed on the legacy. Unfortunately, now we, in, with a nuclear situation, we don't have that. Mm. Uh, the economy is mm. forcing us to go back to that. Oh, right. Now it I is. see young people not leaving home when they turn 18, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see young people coming back after they mm-hmm. finish college. They can't pay that humongous uh, college uh, uh, debt, so yeah. they come back home. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, my great-grandmother used to tell us something go wrong is for something else to go right. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, you know, all these, uh, 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 all these challenges yes. are, are strengthening us in, wow. in a different okay. way. Oh, wow. That's, right. That's powerful. That's, right. That's powerful. And... and <laughs> When you said that, and sometimes because because of the current state that we live in, some people feel in so much despair, but it's almost like you're saying if you change your perspective and look at it in a different way, mm-hmm. it may be strengthening us yes. more than it is tearing us right. down. That's wow. It. It. And I definitely think Powerful. that it's really time for a cultural revolution, mm-hmm. rebirth. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean, we have tools. I mean, Kwanzaa is an amazing um, tool that we have as a community yes. to use. It's here. It has principles. Um, as Mama said, it's a way that we can start to build strength. Yes. It's a way that we can start to have conversations around things that are positive, that uplift us. Because we can talk about what's bad all day long. But what is what is good yes. about us, right? Yes. And so Kwanzaa, I think, is one of those things that 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 feels good, and we need we need feel good stuff. Right? Absolutely, I know I need right. it. Yes, right. we all do. Yeah. You're right. You're not alone, sis. Yeah. And in fact, uh, Kwanzaa was born out of despair. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, after the Watts riots, after the, 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 yeah. the tumultuous time in the 60s, especially in the Los Angeles area, you know, in California, the whole country, you know, uh, uh, Maulana Karenga looked at that and said, my people, we can rise from this ashes. Yes. Right, right. Wow. Yeah, because okay. he, he recognized the power of culture because culture, culture is how we get our values, our mm-hmm. traditions, yes. you know, and so... It's like these principles, like culture is, I, I always tell my students about there's a, there's a British lord that went into India, yeah. and he came back and reported to, you know, whatever their political mm-hmm. office is in London, mm-hmm. and he was saying that when I'm walking in India, I, I don't see anybody that's hungry, I don't see anybody that's homeless, and if we're going to take them over and colonize them, we have to destroy their culture. Wow. We have to make them think that everything that's Indian is bad and everything that is British is good, right? And so yes. part of this thing is, is just knowing the power that we have and standing on. Well, I'm thinking of the legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of standing on the shoulders of my elders, right? Yes. And the struggles that we're going through now, they're struggles, but compared to what our elders have gone through, it's nothing, right? right? right. And, and so it's like, how can we stand? How we continue to build? Mm-hmm. How can we, you know, 
take this ball further and mm-hmm. pass it on to mm-hmm. the next generation. Next you know, because it's the whole thing is about learning these lessons and passing them down. That's right. why I love to sit at the feet of my elders, Absolutely. right? Because that that it's that is it's yeah. powerful. Absolutely, and, you know, and I think there's nothing wrong with it either. Mm-hmm. On getting to know who we are as a people, mm-hmm. I think we have so many things that divide us mm-hmm. um, along so many different lines. Whether it's mm-hmm. um, you know where there's our you know economic status, mm-hmm. or it could be our our religion or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is a way for us to come together as a people to learn sure. who we are. Right. And, and it's okay. I, I I think this is just amazing. When you talked about having a conversation, Tiffany, it made me think about the last meeting that I attended. And I want to say thank you all for inviting me because I just love to listen to, mm-hmm. like you, Amaha. Um, when it comes to the emotional emancipation circles, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> um, just hearing about them and um, how others have experienced those circles. And I've I've attended one, and I loved it. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that, and how is that incorporated into the celebration? So thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for attending the meeting. So um, we have been meeting as a Nguzo Saba group. Did I say that right, Mama? Thank you. <laughs> In Guza Saba Group, and basically, it's we meet to talk about how we can live out these um, principles every day. And so, we're working on that as a community. But one of the things we know that, especially, we're in Dayton, Ohio, mm-hmm. and we know that where um, people of color live, and people—not um, even just people of color, but people who are socio-socioeconomically challenged mm-hmm. and don't have the resources, poverty. Um, there's a lot of lack. There's a lot of deficit. There's a lot of despair. Um, there's just is a lot of hopelessness, right? And so again, when we're talking about you know grocery stores leaving and food deserts and houses that are abandoned and um, need to be um, rebuilt, we need to have a a way that we can face these things that we can process them. And frankly, we live in a society that really doesn't doesn't empower us, doesn't really honor us, right? And so um, every day we we walk down the street, you might be listening to the radio, hear a song, you might see a billboard, you might be watching TV, and it's just cultural, the oppression Mm -hmm. that we face Mm -hmm. as as black and brown people. And so with emotional emancipation, um, it's a lot to say, it's sort of a lot to wrap your mind around. And when I first got involved, I didn't necessarily know what it was, but when I broke, when I just really focused in on those two words, emotional emancipation for black folk, people of African (laughs) (laughs) um, culture, I knew that it was something I needed. And so basically, just in general terms, these are healing circles and safe spaces for us to face this systemic oppression. Basically, Mm -hmm. there's lies of white superiority and black inferiority that we need to deal with in order for us to begin to love ourselves, tell ourselves our own story, write our own story, determine our own destiny. Um, And so that fits into this because this is the blueprint to do that. Wow. You know, so... Um, and Kwanzaa is not religious, so I want to put that out there. Yeah. You mentioned that, but it's cultural, and so right. some people Absolutely. think it's religious. Yeah, and that, and that's a that's something too. I'm glad you brought that up because people get that Constrain. confused, right? right. And um, so that's why I wanted to say it's okay yes, to to get to is. know our culture. Yes. Right. And so when you come, when you come to Kwanzaa, which I hope you will, so let's remind you all when it is Tuesday, December 26th. <laughs> 
through um, Sunday, December 31st at New Hope Lutheran Church at 2000 Catalpa Drive, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then there will be the um, Karamu Ya Imani celebration on Monday, January 1st, and that is at Northwest Recreation Center. So on Wednesday, December 27th, the Nation Builders and the Nguza Saba group (laughs) will be presenting Kuji Chakalia Self-Determination. And in that, it was very important for us to um, incorporate some elements of an emotional emancipation process. Okay. And so you'll see a little bit of that just in terms of how we are um, using music. So where there's going to be poetry, there'll be dancing, there'll be some mindfulness, just some thinking about um, creative ways that we can uh, that we see ourselves. What do we want to build? And the sky's the limit. Yeah. Right. Our minds are limitless. Okay. We have to see the vision in order to to grow it right. and Absolutely. achieve it. And, and, and I think we're talking about the Nguzan Saba and, and the Muslim Emancipation Circles. I think we're talking about really healing, right? Yes. And the healing that we need, you know, our internal healing, our healing amongst each other. Yes. How are we going to heal our wounds? You know, because our community is divided. And yeah. often at times it, it's from, you know, hurts and, and things that yeah. happened in the past. Absolutely. And so how are we going to heal these wounds that we can move forward and build a shared future from a divided past? Absolutely. You know, and how can we, uh, you know, I, and I, I think it's it's even deeper still because, you know, looking at it from, from a human level, it's like, like, we need to be in ourselves if we're going to heal ourselves yes. and really move forward into understanding our common humanity. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I, that's why I encourage everybody to, to do our own work. You know yes. what I mean? We need to do our work to be able to to be healthier, that we can then heal others and, and invite people into spaces. Because it's like, this isn't something that we need to go around and just say, oh, it's this, this, and this. No, because <laughs> if we're really living this thing out, people are going to recognize it and, and they're going to, they're going to, to gonna feel it, see it, taste it, smell it, absolutely. you know what I mean, and, 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 and want to participate, right? Yes, that's absolutely. The whole thing. Yeah. So just live it, right? Live. This is great. I'm so glad to have each and every single one of you here. There are individuals, and we know we get this all the time. And I always ask every guest that comes on this show to speak to the listener here. Mm-hmm. So you know, I do want to give each of you an opportunity um, to speak to those who may feel disconnected, because we know those individuals are out there. They they may not feel that sense of community. And what would you say to those individuals who feel disconnected and are, are not engaged? How important is it for them to be engaged with their community? Okay. Um, I guess I would like to say if you're feeling disconnected, that's even more reason for you to come. Mm-hmm. This is the connection. Your culture is your connection. This is the place where you will feel home, you will know home, you will be loved on. And um, every tool and resource that's available to us will be available to you in Mm -hmm. order to help you heal and make that connection Mm -hmm. and do the things that we need to do to build our community. So if you've never been to a Kwanzaa celebration, if you're not familiar with it, and again, last year was my first year, so I'm still learning. I'm still learning a lot. But as I'm learning, I'm, I'm really taking and processing it in, and I'm really, really seeing how these principles are daily principles when you put your mind to it and, and everything. So what you don't know, come and find out. Come and learn. Come and see. Mm-hmm. Come and feel. Come be a part of it. So then that way you will know, and then you'll be able to empower yourself, your family, and then if it takes you a while and you come out and be involved in the community, that's fine. Build it your house first. Yes. If you don't know, come find out. That's that right. would be my answer. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I would say that you belong. 
Wow. You know, like everybody has gifts and talents in yes. the community. The interesting thing is that your gifts and talents, while you are the possessor of them, they're not for you. They're for, the, for they're for all of us, right? Yes. And so, um, we really seek to acknowledge those gifts and help build capacity when needed. Connect people to other, you know, gifts and talents together, um, and really see that like the community is all of us together. You know what I mean? Like we are the ones we've been waiting for, right? And, and it's it's a continuous time to just you know. Love on each other, heal each other, recognize the gifts and talents in our community, and just truly just realize our greatness. Because we have everything we need. Yes. You know what I mean? All, all, all it is, is is lack of lack of that connectivity. You know what right. I mean? So I would encourage anybody to come forward to the Kwanzaa event or just participate in any, any way in your community. You know what I mean? If it's just mentoring a youth in your neighborhood or whatever. There's so many ways to give back and to build. And it's all collective work. I would say to those feeling disconnected, and I don't know why this is coming to me, I would say that it's time for us to start winning, right? Mm. It's time for us to start winning, and we are winners. We have overcome so much if we really look at what exists in us, what is our fiber, what is in our DNA, what is in our genes. In order for every one of us to be here, we come from survivors. You are a survivor. And you will miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. This is what I don't know where this is coming from. But so this is a shot. Um, and if Kwanzaa, if it doesn't, if it doesn't communicate to you in the way that you want it to, that's okay. The, there will be opportunities for you here to find what makes your heart sing, yes. right? And so we will get you connected, so you can start singing right. that song, right. so you can start feeling good. Music is such a, a powerful. Part of my life. If any of, of my volunteers are listening, uh, uh, West Dayton Strong, you know it's all about the music. So there is a song in you Go that has now. to wow. be sung. So we want to see you. Thank you. The the elders got together mm, probably it might be three or four years ago when we started the the African Village, which is basically this underlying umbrella where, you know, rooted in the elders and the youth. Mm Because we know that if the elders are taken care of and the youth are taken care of, everybody else in between can, uh, will will have a place and and will fit in. And so this overlying structure we're trying to build is a real African Village, you know, where everybody's working together. Um, There's high level of cooperation. It's not not a situation where everybody has to agree on everything and this, that, and the other, but it's that we understand that like we all have purpose we all have mission how we can cooperate together on areas where we agree and support each other not down each other you know what I mean and really just create this healthy environment that allows thriving to emerge you know so so I I, I just want to mention that thank you so much for mentioning that and then we want to give our final words to Mama Nazifo to those who are disconnected I I always go back to my great grandma who was 110 and uh, uh, one of the things she would tell us before we leave the house, even we going next door, is remember, you are an ambassador of your people. Mm. Uh, whatever you do out there, they will not say, Nozipo did this, Amaha did this. They will say a black child, you know, a black girl, you know, a black young man. You are indicting the whole group, yes. the whole community. So, uh, you know, uh, it's important for you to come and feel that sense of community. Mm. You have to feel that sense of community. And uh, uh, it also, coming to Kwanzaa, removes a whole bunch of myths 
because if you go to the internet, you will hear all kinds of crazy things about what is Kwanzaa. Don't Google it. Come. Yes. <laughs> come to the events. It's, it's seven days. Even if you come to at least one day, you will learn and it will remove the myths and you will remove the doubts yeah. and you will be so self-assured when you leave. Uh, you will feel that connection. You know, I always tell people, uh, yes, we were separated. You know, some of us were moved to the throne in the Caribbean, thrown in the Americas, thrown all over the world. Right. But one thing, they, didn't, they took our names, they right. took our, our languages, they stripped us. But one thing they were not able to do is to cut the umbilical cord. Mm. And that umbilical cord is still attached to Africa. Mm. So mm. do not be ashamed mm. of knowing that you are an African. Do not be ashamed. It it doesn't matter. Even if you are ashamed, you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just wasting your time. Right. You really are. Because the umbilical cord was never severed. And when you come to events like the, any of these events for Kwanzaa, you will find out that you have finally come home. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. So those of you are listening, wow, you got a treat today. Get connected. Come out and learn. You belong. It's time to start winning. There's a song in you. Come on. And you are an ambassador of your people. That's powerful words today. We are so blessed to have our guest on today's show. And we hope that you come out. You can find more information about this Kwanzaa celebration on my website. If you go to www.inherspace.com, you will receive more information about our, our guest. You'll receive more information about the Kwanzaa celebration. And also, you can find more information about the Kwanzaa celebration on Facebook. So check it out. Look it up. Get connected like you heard today. You surely will be blessed by it. So we are so thankful for all of our guests today. Um, www.inherspace.com. In Her Space is also on iTunes. So subscribe today. You can also find In Her Space on Blog Talk Radio and SoundCloud. To all our listening audiences, we thank you for listening in to us. And until next time, thank you so much and be blessed.